0: Hey Church, we're so glad you're with us today. I got Adam here with me. We're gonna actually this entire series that we're starting today, we're gonna tag team throughout the entire series. So Adam's here today, Missy will be next week, and then it'll be someone different every week. Because the whole point of this series is to show you what the one another lifestyle is like, but also to show you that you have the ability and the power of the Holy Spirit to hear from the Lord. So and specifically from the scriptures. And so hopefully this series shows you what one another can really be like, but also hopefully it shows you that you can read the scriptures, that you can hear from the Lord, that uh, the scriptures are are so accessible. And, and so what we've done in this series is all Adam and I have done and all everyone else is going to do in this is is read this passage. So today you've already read verses one through four, and all Adam I've done for the week leading up to this is read those four verses over and over again, meditating on them, praying through them, and asking the Lord to speak specifically towards the theme of one another purpose, which we're talking about today. And uh, and that's it. We haven't read commentaries. We haven't. Uh, asked anybody else for their opinions, uh, none of that. We've just been with the Holy Spirit, in the Word, with, um, with our Bibles, and just in the presence of the Lord, hearing from Him. And that's what we're going to del- deliver to you today. So I've asked Adam, like, hey, what's, what's something, what, like everyone has this question coming into it, what's, what's one thing, now there's going to be more than one thing, but what is one thing that the Lord has spoken to you through this passage that you want to give to our church, that he's given to you to give to our church. And what is he saying here? What is is God telling us through this? Uh, And so we're just going to jump in and we're going to dialogue throughout this entire time and hopefully it benefits you and your walk with the Lord and it is also hopefully going to benefit our church and build up our church. So Adam, we are... Talking about one another' purpose today, and uh, and so let's just start there. What is something that the Lord has spoken to you through this passage? Just four verses. We're not talking about the entire book. We're just talking about these four verses. According to that theme, mm-hmm. like what what is God? What what has He spoken to you, and
1: what has He given to you to share to share with us? Yeah, my my dominant word here from this passage is just fellowship. Um, that comes up twice uh one fellowship with us you know as john saying in fellowship with us but also fellowship uh, is with the father and with his son jesus and it's just <laughs> like it just has brought me back to our whole journey uh as trinity life it's like the whole reason the name of the church is trinity life yeah. is like the eternal purpose of god as talked about in ephesians 3 is that god would have uh, that that his plan the whole time you know has been father son holy spirit and church together experiencing that life together it's just like so much like oh, affirmation of what we've been trying to do so much joy from the story that has that brought me into the specific journey of trinity life but then carries forward whether mm. trinity life is here or not into eternity you know it's yeah. just like it's just been such a great time to celebrate and appreciate god for that and so, so we're gonna. So next week, when Missy and
0: I are doing this, uh, in the next, what is what do we have? Five, six verses. Uh, we're gonna focus on one another community. So focus on that aspect of, of fellowship. Uh, but this week, let's let's dive deeper into mm-hmm. that aspect of fellowship you're talking about with the Trinity, mm-hmm. right? Trinity life, life, life in the Trinity, Trinitarian life, like this, this eternal purpose that we have been invited into. So where do you see that here? So, I mean, you can be like, okay, I, that, that sounds great, but how did he get that out of this? Like, where, where do you see that? How did the Lord show that to you yeah. through these four verses?
1: Yeah, so let's start in verse one, right? Um, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we uh, looked upon and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. And so you got to see that word beginning, And just be like, teleported right back to Genesis 1. Yeah. And a question I've been asking people a lot uh, these days to help help them jump on board with me on this journey that I've been on, particularly in the last few years, on a slightly different topic, but it all comes together back to this, is like, what was God doing before? Mm. Like, if he's eternal, like, what's he doing? You know? Like, before creation. Before creation. Yeah. Yeah what was he doing well
0: what do you think (laughs) i think (laughs) sipping tea (laughs) i think he could have been yeah he's i think he was in perfect love and fellowship with so the father the son and the holy spirit were in eternally perfect loving fellowship yeah now is that sipping tea is it playing pool like, I I don't know it could be yeah, it could be anything <laughs> the eternal spirit version of that yeah yeah, yeah. flying through I don't know the, the universe like there's no universe I, I mean the the well not the created universe created, like yeah. the like godverse the god
1: yeah the god I don't know what we call that right? yeah so Um, which is cool to to think about and you could your brain could go so many places but you have to eventually close your mind on the solid thing which is at least it was father son holy spirit in community and you can come back to the mm -hmm. simple version after you try your best to extrapolate the complicated like nuanced version of that yeah yeah and i think like um uh so it's like okay so god's there you know and it's father son holy spirit and it's like the um the it's like father is expressing himself forth in love towards the son and the holy spirit is like the 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 facilitator of the the love relationship between the two and it's like father making himself known son being fully known and loved and spirit like binding it all and encircling it all together and it's like, that's cool. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and so how do we do that? And like, how do we enter into that, you know? And how do I express myself in a way where I'm known and I'm in a place and surrounded by people that love me no matter <laughs> what yeah. what I'm putting forth into the world and will help continue to shape that into something um, that is similar to what whatever that perfect version of the thing is supposed to be, you know? Yeah. So this, that just
0: got really deep and, <laughs> and been philosophical. And, you know, yeah. later on in 1 John, we're going to read, we're going to go through this passage where, where he says, you basically only know how to love. You only know that fellowship. You only know that community because I showed it to you. Yeah. Because I first loved you, mm-hmm. right? And and so this is this is what... This is setting us up for that. It's setting the foundation for that. And guys, the foundation, as Adam pointed out, that's from the beginning. It's from the very start. And and if you look back in the Gospel of John, this John is also going back to Genesis 1. And so he's this is paralleling that as well um, because he talks about the word of life here. And that's that's what stuck out to me here was life is repeated a few times as well mm-hmm. and and so you have the word of life in verse one in uh verse two you have the life was a manifest and proclaimed to you the et- the eternal life mm-hmm. um and so this word life is like oh man like in the fellowship of god in the fellowship of the trinity in the trinitarian life That is the only place where we're going to find true life. That's the only place. Like, all other life, all other forms of life, if they're not in the Trinity and experiencing that, it's just a semblance or a shadow of
1: what true life is. Yeah. I mean, I was a dead man walking before before the Lord brought me into that reality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, Everything I was doing, everything I thought, everything I believed, was just like it was just death, and you know. And some people that's might Ephesians two, right? Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, you're dead in your sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and like how much better now? And you know, and every year that goes by, it's like come more into life, you know, come more into it, step further in, experience more of it, you know? And Mm. it's like the moment it's like, Oh wow, I'm alive. It's like the whole, everything is turned upside down. The whole world, my whole perspective, my whole, everything is like, you know, everything that was just has to go. Everything that is, let's see it become. And, uh, and then every year more of that and more of that, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so He says here, he goes from the beginning, and then he says, well, and we've heard, and we've seen with our eyes, and we looked upon, and we touched with our hands, Mm -hmm. the
1: word of life. Come on now. Yeah, and for me, when I was going through this, we touched with our hands, is this passage that's been giving me, like, in the past couple years, further and further depth this has been brought to this passage where Jesus says, repent, like, just, Hey, change your mind, change everything about it. Because the kingdom of God is at hand, at hand. And to me, it's like, yeah, that's near. It's like, and it's so near. You could just like touch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, you've touched it with your hands. Oh boy. Yeah. And that's, that's
0: what you're talking about. That's what transforms you mm-hmm. is that we talked about this yesterday, your attachment to Jesus, your attachment to God, right, and that's that's what transforms. You can have all the information you want. We can, we we you could read read the Bible. You could um, learn how to evangelize. You you know all all the information you want. But if you're not in this loving relationship where you are experiencing the love of God, where you're going deeper into it year after year after year with His community, well, transformation is it's just not going to happen it's just yeah. like true transformation will not happen and and they're saying that he's saying that like no we've we've touched us. so guys like just to say to you we like you might be saying well that's nice for him because he lived with jesus but <laughs>
1: do john yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah 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 but we don't have that but We do have that. We are the body of Christ. The church is the body of Christ. And we'll talk about that more next week. I want to get ahead of ourselves. But the church is this body of Christ. And Christ is alive today. Mm -hmm. So these things that he says we can still resonate with. We've heard. We've seen with our eyes. We've looked upon and we've touched with our hands concerning the word of life. Yes, this this is the word of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, Jesus is the word made flesh. And we can... Like, we're touching this word with uh, with our hands, and it tells us what we need to know for this life. Yeah. And,
1: and so... And for somebody who maybe has, like, zero, like, zero experience with this book, or they're like, ah, that's just an old book. Really? Come on now. You know, it's like, hey, haven't you ever stood out there in the world and just, like, breathed in and breathed out and been like... <sighs> there's got to be so much more. Like, mm-hmm. like if you had that moment in your yeah. life, you know, I mean, <laughs> like I had, right. And I remember longing for that before it was like revealed to me in this way. And then I still have those moments today where I'm like, Oh God, it's like so much more transcendent than I can possibly imagine. And so thank you for like <laughs> feeling yourself to me and sending me off on yeah. this great journey of purpose. Right. And so that, Hopefully, makes it a little more tangible. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I, I think, you know, you're you're talking about um, when you were a non-believer versus being a follower of Jesus now. Um, but I think there's also a lot of Christians who have been in the church, maybe grown up in the church, who are um, asking that same thing. There's got to be more than this, right? Did mm-hmm. I, did I miss? my relationship with God for my religion with God.
1: Mm.
0: And then they're stuck in the religious aspects of a religion, not in this like pure relationally driven purpose yeah. aspect of our faith. Yeah. Right? And, and so if you're asking that out there, if that question is there for you, yes, there's so much more. Jesus came to give us the abundant life. I mean, that's why life is as repeated in here over and over. It's why our, Our vision, our mission statement for our church is identity in Christ. We want to help you discover your identity in Christ and your destiny, your purpose in Christ. So if that's the case here, and we're talking about purpose, now we're just at verse one. (laughs) Um, how, like how, what is the, what does that look like lived out? If that's the case where our purpose is, we're in this eternal fellowship with the Trinity. Now, what does that look like here? Um, how do we live that out?
1: What does that mean for us here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. So, uh, I was sitting with, um, some folks the other day. I took a, we took a trip up to Muskoka, something horrible happened to my wife's father. And so we had to help deal with that. And then we just needed a little reprieve and we were going to take a s- small vacation anyways. And so we went up to the Muskokas, and I was sitting with uh, some friends and, you know, we consider them family cause they're also Christians and we were sitting with them in their small group time, and uh, one of the younger brothers was there, and he'd been struggling for a while, and he's like finally now starting to re-explore. And I brought up this Proverbs twenty verse five that we memorized a few years ago, mm. and um, such a great verse, right? That the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Mm. And and um, and I asked him, I said what is it like being out in the deep water? Hmm. (laughs) And the first thing, and we'd we'd probably talked about this before. It's been a while since we memorized that passage. But the first thing he said, and it just landed different with me when he said it, it's like, scary. Yeah. And like, this is a woodsy kid. Like they grew up on the lake. They grew up in the forest. They grew up, and for him to say scary right away, it just like landed so different for me. I was like, oh man. Yeah, it is absolutely terrifying to be in a place where you have to somehow live into that greater thing that you know you've been trying to seek out, like that something in you, the spirit in you is trying to seek out. And, uh, and the, the answer then that makes it not as scary and that helps put you back on solid ground instead of the deep water is to be with the man of understanding mm. or to be with the community in which the man of understanding dwells, right? And so without taking too much from community, next week, it's like step number one, like somehow, somehow be in communion with the man of understanding so that he can draw out purpose out of you, Yeah, you know? And then also put yourself in a community of people in which the man of understanding dwells and they also are a part of creating the solid ground in which purpose becomes more and more clear um, every day. And then you'll find that what that community does is help bring other people into experiencing that yeah. and provide the safe haven uh, for the world yeah. to discover purpose. Yeah, And that's exactly what
0: John says here. And right? he says that... Man of understanding, that life in verse two is made manifest. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. We testify to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life. So now we're like, hey, we want you to have what we have, and so you're bringing others along in it, right? We're yeah. we're proclaiming this to other people, and it's it's this eternal life. And and I know, guys, if you've been in church for a while, you think this forever life that is way out there it's ephemeral it's 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 somewhere out there in the abstract future i mean most people can't think one step ahead let alone 10 years ahead let alone forever ahead right <laughs> so like, those are hard things to to learn yeah and um and and so uh it's i think that future is so ethereal to us it's just like yeah one day it's <laughs> It reminds me of, I probably shouldn't reference this, but sure. of, of The Simpsons, where Homer's like, I'm just glad it's not Nacho Libre." right <laughs> <laughs> uh, And I, I don't really watch The Simpsons, but Seth quotes it all the time. Yeah, yeah. I've and, got a background in The and Simpsons. And you, you, you Small. know, you, you, you're going to know this, like, where Homer says, that's a problem for future Homer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I feel like most people just live their life that way. Yeah. And that's a problem for future Mike or whatever your name is. Yeah. So, um, But here, he's, when he talks about eternal life, it doesn't mean this life way out there in the future. It's like this abundant life that is now, it's a different quality of living like you're talking about. Like you don't have to be out there in the deep, scared and, and alone. Like you can be in this eternal existing community that, that is a breeding ground for community here. To bring and invite others others into. Mm-hmm. And so he says,
1: we proclaim that to you. That you may have fellowship with us. Yeah, that's the goal, right? Yeah. So that you can have fellowship with us. Amazing, right? It's like you... Yeah. It's like you, your eternal purpose is to be a friend maker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. And he's like, we have that fellowship because we have it with the Father and the Son. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we want... Now, we're writing this to you. We're telling you this so that your joy may be complete. Like, our joy together may be complete. Like, ah, oh,
1: so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That, that's got to be the hammer fall right here. It's like, yeah, so what? So what? You know, you're like, the the worst thing to do is be to simplify this to say, okay, so I'm just supposed to be a part of a church that's growing and making itself bigger. It's like, that's like so sh- shallow, right? Um But that's- I what, thought you are going to say something else oh. when you went, sh- Um, yeah that's it's it's just so shallow but that's how the that's how the marketing of the religious environment happens that's how so many people get so excited it's like it's like yeah we're gonna make disciples or yeah we're gonna like grow a bigger church and you're like yeah look 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 there's more people sitting in the seats at sunday service and so isn't it cool to be a part of it's like yeah but is the fellowship with us and with the father happening it's like it's this It feels joyful at first, but it's like, no, 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 no. The real thing is when the joy is whole. Hmm. Because what happens one day when the butts aren't in the seats?
0: Yeah. And
1: what happens one day when there isn't a baptism next week? What happens one day when the worship leader doesn't show up and you got to go a cappella or off of YouTube, Hmm. God forbid, you know? And it's like... It's it's not the same big old lights and po- like yeah. crazy. What happens when there's a moral failure of a leader?
0: That's happening and a lot. You put your trust in that person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the fellowship of the Lord and the Trinity is so vital to showing us a, a, an abundant life, a new way of life, a different quality of living. Um, and so often guys if if we don't catch this in verses one through four, I mean the the rest of first John is just gonna like bounce off of us mm-hmm. because this changes how we live, it changes how we
1: view life, it changes how how it i mean it gives us an entirely different purpose yeah. so yeah and what what uh what ends up being a shame is is uh making patches onto a base layer of code that is isn't that foundation right mm. and so the way that works out is right. well how do i live out my faith at work or how do i you know and it's like no, no 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 the whole base layer has to die
0: yeah
1: and become something totally different it's like here's your new totally new operating system you can't patch onto it you know yeah um and, and so there's not these incremental changes like, no, it's everything's different, totally yeah. different. Yeah. And then you can emerge awakened as something different and architect a new way of right. being. You know? like what, it, I mean, Jesus talks about,
0: I mean, uh, well, Peter talks about him being the cornerstone. So when he's the cornerstone, you build the rest of the house accordingly. Mm-hmm. Jesus talks about in Matthew 7... Uh, building your house on the rock, he's the foundation. And if you don't build your house on the rock, it, well, it's gonna crumble when the wind and the waves, the storm comes. Um, and and that's what you're talking about. Because uh, and it's a it's a direction, right? We've we have fallen prey to building our house according to the ways of this world, and so you try to fit your faith in with your job, not your job in with your faith. You try to fit your, fa- your, your faith in with your family, not your family. And if it like, for those of you who are single out there, you're trying to fit your aspirations for marriage in with your faith, or you're trying to fit your faith in with your aspirations for marriage. That's gonna, mm-hmm. that's a totally different direction, right? Because it's gonna change why you get married, the purpose of it. It's gonna change who you get married to. The purpose of that if you are married same question like what do you what have you built your marriage on um if it isn't on jesus being the cornerstone living on mission for god it's <laughs> gonna crumble yeah it's gonna crumble <clears throat> when the wind and the waves come and it's not gonna be what you thought it what you thought it was if you built it on oh i i love you and we're gonna be so happy together. Yeah. Well, I got news for you. You're not. Isn't it fun watching like, Netflix on the couch together? It's, it's not. It gets old, yeah. right? Like, yeah. like, and uh, and if, and I say you're not if you built your foundation and if that was the purpose for your for uniting, mm-hmm. um, if that was for your job, if your purpose was okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, be successful. I'm gonna earn money and then. I'm going to use that to follow Jesus. It's like, no, no. Jesus says, like, well, I mean, he says a lot of hard things. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, But, yeah, we won't go through all that. But um, (laughs) that'll take us. But there's a direction there. And here, the direction is what you're saying. It's,
1: no, like, this is the foundation for everything, for every decision. Yeah. Back to the marriage thing. And this, this didn't happen to me because I was so smart and I had it figured out or like, this was totally a grace of Adam early in faith, just stepping into this new becoming. And I asked my wife before I asked her to be my wife, I said, will you plant a church with me? And now I would say it like this. It's like, Do you want to be a part of the eternal purpose of God to see humanity emerge as the new creation reconciled back to the Father? Like, do you want to do that with me? That's really what plant a church means, right? And it's like, maybe we need a lot less church planters and a lot more like real Christians, Jesus followers in the world, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that's what you just described. Jesus followers, not church
0: planters, which if you're following Jesus... Yeah. You're going to do this. You're going to invite other people along with you, right? Yeah. you invite people in, in in there with you. Yeah. I mean, that's that's friendship too. Like, sure. Can you imagine having a, hey, do you want to be friends? <laughs> yeah. I want to invite you into <laughs> this eternal purpose of the mission of God existing in the love of God with me. And mm-hmm. you want to be friends and, and do that. Like, you built your marriage on that fellowship and that friendship. Um, and... Why wouldn't you build any relationship? Like any, I mean, uh, obviously you're not going to have all relationships like that, but the relationships that are true friends in this fellowship with the with the Trinity are going to be like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was I was I was talking to someone the other day by a by a fire, and I was describing. Uh, My feelings around friendship and what I feel like it should be in certain places and why isn't it like this in other places and all this. And I was describing a friend and he was like, oh, it sounds almost romantic. Right. I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. why shouldn't our friendships have that air of like romantic? Like, isn't that what it is? Like the ultimate love, you know? Yeah. And that can be across all relationships and then your marriage relationship i always tell young people like your what's unique about the christian marriage and for me it's two things it's that you are showing the oneness of god father son holy spirit all being one and two it's to tell the story of the son chasing after his bride to the point of death to see her awaken and brought into that eternal mm. relationship it's like that's the that's the only thing so far that i can tell that's unique about christian marriage versus all other marriage right because yeah. two people coming together to get married they can have kids they're gonna have fun they're gonna right but what's the unique parts and it's telling that story and showing yeah the nature of god right
0: yeah oh man guys we could uh and we could talk about this for the next few Years. 100,000. <laughs> eternity? Yeah. Like, we'll still be talking about this in eternity. Yeah. We're like, yeah, it's, it's you know, in, when we are, uh, when that ethereal future has become more concrete for us, we'll still be talking about it. We'll still be relishing in the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, in the Trinity. We'll still be getting to know Jesus face to face. We'll still,
1: I mean, we'll experience the light of the glory of God.
0: Mm. Maybe I, uh, maybe
1: then I'll rest my head on your bosom.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> just so like John, right?
1: Let's just end like that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but so, so beautiful, guys. I hope that you see the beauty and the majesty and the magnificence just the grand nature of who our God is. Mm-hmm. Just see these four verses, right? And, and and this this whole conversation came out of us just reading this passage multiple times over the past week, mm-hmm. and and asking the Lord, what what does He want for us? And so through this, I'm more uh, affirmed in. And uh, living on mission with God and bringing other other people along into that, of proclaiming this eternal life that I'm experiencing, this abundant life that I'm experiencing. And and we hope you guys are too. Mm -hmm. So let me just bless you with that. Father, Trinity life, Mm -hmm. it is our eternal purpose to be in fellowship with you. And so thank you for making a way because we've tried throughout history to make a way and there is no way except Jesus, you laying your life down for us. And you've shown us that there's no greater love than laying your life down for your friends. And so I just want to bless our church, bless whoever's listening with this tremendous fellowship and you, God, just open them up to that, that they'd be able to experience fellowship with one another in a new way and bring
1: others alongside. Yeah. Pray this in your name. Amen. Amen.